it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Well-being and relationships and everything like that. So today my guest is a lovely friend who actually we've only just spoken, although we speak to each other quite a bit on Facebook (laughs) over the past couple of years. Um, Alex, her name is, and she is another yoga teacher and she's a mindfulness coach specializing in ladies going going through penny perimenopause and menopause. So welcome, Alex. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Gemma. Thanks so much for having me. It's yeah. great to finally meet you after yeah. all this time. <laughs> I know, it's so good. So today we are going to be talking about menopause and perimenopause. And um, a few weeks ago, there was a documentary. So Davina McCall did a documentary on menopause and I still haven't watched it and I really need to watch it because it sounds so, so good and so many people are talking about it. But Alex has watched it. So yeah, we're going to talk about that really and her own struggles with menopause and how yoga and mindfulness and well-being um, will will help really so over to you so what's your kind of experience with menopause uh, so my my experience was well i'll be honest i was in total denial about it Gemma. you know i was like living peter pan's life i'm like um i've had the i had a marina coil fitted okay. uh, because i had been diagnosed potentially with perimenopause and it's supposed to help offset some of the symptoms yeah. and my period stopped and i didn't get fat and i didn't start sweating and i was like Woo! <laughs> total denial it wasn't happening to me and then uh last year we moved in with my partner two days before they shut the schools so oh. today, i mean it had been planned we didn't move in because of lockdown we yeah, moved yeah. In and and then and suddenly i'm at home with his kid and my two children homeschooling everybody my business is totally on hold oh my god and um I am up to my ears in brain fog and forgetfulness and naught to a hundred in a nanosecond. Yeah. It's horrendous. And I really, really thought that I had early onset dementia and that this poor fellow was going to get stuck with me, <laughs> my two kids, and I wouldn't even know my name yeah. and I wouldn't even know their name and it would be a nightmare. And he used, he joked, he used to joke and say, well, you're, you know, you're quite good in bed, so I'll probably keep you around even if you didn't know my name. And... I, first of all, I didn't know if he just meant actually I didn't steal the duvet, um, <laughs> or uh, really what it was kind of reassuring, but not very reassuring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, actually, I have a brother who is a dietitian and a, and a, a nutritionist, and he specialises in ladies um, in going through the menopause who gain weight. So I started talking to him and he was saying, oh, you know, it looks like you've got, you know, it's probably menopause. As I started watching some, listening to podcasts, watching some Facebook lives, 
I came across the uh, seven dwarfs of menopause, which is a little sign, uh, itchy, bitchy, sweaty, sleepy, bloated, forgetful and psycho. And you're oh, like, yeah, great. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, whole blooming lot. And they're known as the sort of, like, known as the subtle signs of, of menopause, except that in my book, there are nothing subtle about them. You know, yeah. um, I was having had mental health struggles about a decade earlier it was just very mental healthy for me yeah. I was struggling with anxiety you know I was completely irritable I couldn't remember a thing I honestly thought that I was going mad yeah. and I didn't know what to do and I was broken I was totally broken yeah. I was utterly miserable I used to say to him this isn't even, this is this is not living. It's certainly not existing. It yeah. is hell on earth. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was my experience. And I, I ended up, ended up getting panic attacks on top of all of it. Yeah. And, and then discovering as I start to talk to people, talking to my brother, listening to podcasts, talking to other people, talking to friends. Yeah. Uh, that anxiety and panic attacks are a massive part of menopause. Who knew? Yeah. You know, the thing is, estrogen affects every system in the body. Yeah. Okay. So this is why it's not just getting fat and sweating. Yeah. You know, yeah. You start sleep. You stop sleeping. Your moods change because you're uh, uh, the, the drop in estrogen spikes adrenaline. Yeah. So that's why you end up getting anxiety and panic attacks. It's why yeah. you're moody and, and forgetful. Um, you know, it can give you urinary fat infections. Wow. I mean, it literally affects every system in the body. Yeah. yeah. And we're not talking about it. We're not saying, we're not talking about these not so subtle signs that are, yeah. you know, they are, you know, it's very, very often I discovered through all of this that perimenopause is worse than menopause. So yeah. actually I'm starting to think was the mental health problems I had a decade ago, was that perimenopause? Yeah. Um, that, that very often menopause and perimenopause are misdiagnosed as mental health. So then they're treated yeah. as mental health, but that's not the issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just go on antidepressants. Yeah, it's right. Not we, they like to hand out like Smarties, let's face it. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, and so, you know, I just suddenly realising, you know, and if you think about it, Gemma, 200 odd years ago, we'd be dead by now. Yeah. We yeah. just, you know, and we have now evolved to live a ripe old age, you know. Yeah probably another half of our life yeah you know, look after ourselves yeah um but our body has not evolved no. to keep estrogen flooding through the system yeah and yet without it you know it, it affects everything it affects our skin texture you know down below yeah everything everything yeah so, yeah, yeah so so it wasn't a traditional typical symptoms of menopause it was the most like I say subtle but not so subtle stuff. yeah yeah just making my life miserable oh, it's just... utterly miserable yeah, yeah yeah because actually I came off the contraceptive pill after my second so what's you now nearly four so I came off um yeah, it must have been four years. No, actually, no, I went back on the contraceptive pill and then it just completely messed me up. So then we came off a bit, Darren had a vasectomy and now I'm completely off of everything. But only, it took about a year for my my cycle to get back to normal. And in that time, actually even last, not last cycle, the one before, I was having night sweats. I was just, I was really... 
I don't know, just just not myself. And then I thought, right, well, I'm 38. Maybe I'm having a perimenopause thing. And I don't even know anything about this. Yes. So I have yes. been doing a little bit of research, but I still don't know a lot. And maybe I'm too young to do that now. But my cycle is still every 28 days or so. But I think it is it. I don't know. You might know the answer anyway. It's fine. Um, so when the perimenopause starts, you then start your cycle then starts to shift 28 days, 35 days, back again. Yeah, what what tends to happen is certainly when they said to me about perimenopause is, um, so if you are thinking you might be menopausal or perimenopausal and you go to your doctor and they suggest a hormone test, run for the hills and go and find another doctor because uh, you can't can't tell it by hormones because our hormones change hour by hour, day by day. So you do a test today and you do a test in you know, whenever, what is your baseline? Because it's all changing. So run for the hills if someone starts talking about doing hormone tests. Yeah. Um, uh, basically what we're looking for are significant changes. So your your periods start to change. So for example, if I now look back on with hindsight and think, you know, whilst we were living in, in Bangkok um, until about four years ago. So in Bangkok, I suddenly started getting really heavy periods, which I'd never had before. Okay. So that was a sign, you know? Um, yes, night sweats, not sleeping, mood changes, anything that is a, a shift from normal yeah. and, and keep your eye on it, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, so I ended up going on HRT because things were so bad that I just, I looked at the holistic route, but I was just like, I'm not being funny. I think this is yeah. a bit beyond the remit of a few flower petals. Yeah. I need something that is really gonna get to the great, great yeah, you know, process. Yeah. And in all honesty, you then find out about the impact that having no estrogen has on your heart, oh, yeah? So it puts wow. a massive pressure on your heart and yeah. increases the risk of heart disease. So that risk is much more than yeah. the minor risks of being on HRT. Yeah. yeah. And it's really worth mentioning at this point that the, the concerns about HRT that were voiced uh, 20 plus years ago yeah. were A, misreported, yeah? yeah slightly exaggerated and of course we are now 20 years down the line we have a whole different set of hrt so if you go for body identical yeah rather than bioidentical bioidentical is synthetic and it isn't um regulated bioidentical body identical is is regulated and is exactly the same as what our body needs okay um and you know there are very minor risks but the risks of not having estrogen in your body are way beyond that yeah um and there's 50 odd different combinations so you play around with the combinations yeah Yeah. um and it's just also worth recognizing that very often in perimenopause the mental health sides of of menopause are exaggerated and much worse in perimenopause and this of course can then be misdiagnosed as mental health problems when in fact it's perimenopause and menopause so that's really sad isn't it that's yeah, for a generation of women Gemma yeah. who have struggled and suffered yeah. in silence and you know 90 percent of women will go through this in one shape or yeah, form yeah. or another yeah and you know with this ridiculous taboo we don't talk about it as soon as you start talking about it to your friends, yeah. friends go, oh yeah that's me i can't remember what i can't remember this and i can't remember a sentence like it's halfway through a sentence i lose my train of thought yeah. well, copyright took it halfway through a paragraph i can't finish it because i've lost it you know it's, you know it's just it's it's mental <laughs> it is. Like we were saying earlier you don't nobody talks about it like being british is a, quite a taboo subject no one 
I said, well, the word is nobody likes to talk about something unless someone else brings it up. And, and we should, we yes. should, women like to talk anyway. So. <laughs> we should be talking about all of these things, mental health, menopause, you know, we've been talking about miscarriages before we came yeah. online, you know, all of these things that have these taboos and they are completely normal. It's they completely, yeah, yeah. They are part of nature. You yeah. haven't done anything wrong. No, no. You know, there's no reason why we don't talk about it, you know, yeah. and talking really helps, you yeah. know, really does because it helped me understand oh it's not just me going through this yeah actually it's probably menopause is probably something i can do about it you yeah. know yeah and so you know and then started yeah. actually doing something about it So I am so excited to announce that I am now an affiliate of Gravity Life and this is an incredible company who have an award-winning two-piece massage device called Posture Key and this uses your own body weight to provide pain relief and realign your spine's natural curvature. So give the power back to your body and all being a yogi, I'm all into this, all over this. So Posture Key improves our posture in the most natural way by allowing the body to fix and readjust itself rather than using brute force and hard manipulation they believe that we should let our bodies do the work for us whilst we unwind and relax and why not so head over to the website now which is gravitylife.com and use the code easy yoga at the checkout to get 15 pounds off your first order with free shipping so that's gravitylife.com and go and check it out because it is the most incredible product you will ever find it is really really good so go and get your 15 pounds off using easy yoga at the checkout and I will speak to you soon. I think GPs as well they need to come up more more for like as well as the holistic route but not just say oh it's mental health issues look actually delve into that person and and find out more about them and and go down that route rather than just oh here's some antidepressants let's just put you on that because it's mental health issues actually like have a i don't know have a list of questions to say there might be i don't know but just ruling stuff out don't just think it's mental health issues because it's not and and it's that age group whatever it is age i don't know 45 is well it? you know the thing is it can you know some people go through the menopause really early there was one girl on this mm. Divina program i think it's a Divina program she'd gone through the menopause before she even started having her periods wow as a teenage girl wow you know you know some people do it happens in their yeah. 20s their 30s it's traditionally between sort of 45 and 55 yeah but it can yeah. happen at any point in life. and it's, it's all about education isn't it but you know our gps are general practitioners that's the thing yeah. they know a lot about lots of stuff yeah a little about a lot yeah yeah it's about educating and if we know and we're talking about it then we can go to them and say well maybe it's not mental health maybe yeah menopause you know yeah. what's the options what can we try yeah and i think the really important thing is to not let your doctor fob you off yes uh that's the thing is quite you know i've had friends who've been told by their doctor well it's it's menopause you just have to get on with it you just have to deal with it everybody goes through it and you're like no 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 really no no can i come with you next time you go because we're gonna like put a stop to this no it's not happening <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so with you then how how has yoga and mindfulness helped with it oh my gosh well um i started doing yoga and mindfulness and meditation when i was diagnosed with mental health problems 
about a decade ago and so you catch you I will always say to people it's it changed my life it just changed my life and then you catch me on a really super melodramatic day and I will say it saved my life you know um when things were really bad um in the late summer early autumn um we have a we live we live on the edge of the Cotswolds, a really nice countryside area near our town. Yeah. And I'd take the dog for a walk and there was a certain part on the walk where there was a, a gate that was open leading from the bypass that goes around the edge of the town into a farm. And I would stand there on the edge of the road by the bypass, willing myself to step oh, in front yeah. of a lorry. I was yeah. so miserable, so yeah. miserable. But mindfulness made me realise this is not, these are not healthy thoughts. This isn't, yeah. these aren't real thought. Yeah. Well, they are thoughts, but they're not fact. They're mental health thoughts. They're unhealthy thoughts. This is somebody, these are the thoughts of somebody who's not well. Do not act on it. Yeah. Don't, and I didn't, obviously, because I'm here talking to you. Yeah. Um, you know, but it yeah. stopped me from doing anything yeah. stupid. And then I, there was another time when, um, I was, I was out walking the dog and I started to have a panic attack. And I was like, right, I knew at this point this is a panic attack. Because the first time it happened, I thought I was having a heart attack. Wow. And I'm like a really healthy 50-year-old. Yeah. I teach yoga. I'm, I'm outside in the, in the country every day. I'm like teaching yoga every day. I'm practicing yoga every day. I really couldn't be healthier. Yeah. I can't possibly be having a heart attack. And then I discover it's... Um, it's anxiety and panic attacks and they're all linked to menopause and they're all interlinked with coffee and alcohol as well. So, wow. you know, I can that a bit as well. Yeah. So I was having this panic attack out on a walk and I just stopped and I said to myself, this is just anxiety. This yeah. is just a panic attack. This is just a menopause. This isn't real. This isn't real. And I talked myself down. Yeah. Now, obviously using the word just, I am not in any way belittling the yeah impact of a panic attack and anxiety and menopause it's they're epic but it just helped me to talk myself down yeah yeah. and I've never had a panic attack since that's amazing I've never had a panic attack so I wouldn't know what it actually feels like it feels like a heart attack it feels like a heart attack and it's terrifying and so I was able to use my mindfulness to sort of step away go okay this is what's going on recognize the symptoms before you're in full-blown panic attack yeah 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 and and step away and talk myself down by it and as, as I said I've never had a panic attack since yeah, um amazing. but I think so yoga and mindfulness gave me really valuable headspace yeah so when it was really bad at least I had an hour or so a day where yeah. I felt some peace and calm yes yeah it wasn't translating in my life because I would walk back into the house and within five minutes I'd, something would happen and I'd have exploded again yeah um and my partner who actually has he does yoga and meditate he said to me one day he said I just don't know whether yoga and meditation don't work or you would be properly mental without them and I just <laughs> burst out laughing I would be a total f-bomb mentalist without them <laughs> literally would um you know they just took the edge off yeah because I was practicing from a place of oh my god if I don't do this it's all gonna go completely tits up I hope that's okay yep. to say that word oh no all right it's going to go you know if I don't do it so I'd have the peace and calm on the mat and the meditation cushion but it didn't translate into my life because I was practicing from a place of fear yes yeah and as soon as I was like 
right, you're miserable. You know, you know, and I had this big thing of like, I'm miserable. I haven't had fun in forever. I don't even know yeah. how to be happy. I don't know what that looks like anymore. Yeah. And yeah. then I decided I could just simply choose. It's a choice. Yeah. I can choose to be happy. I can choose to have fun. I can choose to be joyous. It's just a choice. Yeah. And I'm going to choose to do my practice for the love of it and the joy of it. Yeah. Rather from a place of fear. Yes. And boom, that intention changes. Yeah. Changes everything. You know, and then I had the headspace to do all the other work. So lots of spiritual work. I call it the work, capital T, capital W, all the other work to you know really get myself into a good place yeah. you know little things Gemma like you know what we're never we are never finished we are never fixed yep. we are always work in progress so when yep. something trips you up it yep. doesn't mean you failed no something else to learn from yeah so before I would get tripped up and it possibly end up catastrophizing a bad day is a bad life and I'm yep. always going to be like this yeah yep. it's just a bad day is a bad day okay yep. I'm going to ride that wave instead of pushing it away I'm just going to yep. go with it because that will help it go quicker yep. and I'm um, okay great what we're we going to learn from this then bring it on you know that's the, yep. so it was all these things come together that are not just simply yoga and mindfulness yeah. and meditation. You know, yeah. it's lots of other, you know, I'm a great believer in gratitude. Yes. Gratitude every day. Yeah. I go out in nature every day. I think nature yeah. is a massive leveler, really yeah. calming, even though obviously I've talked about stepping in front of a lorry and having <laughs> yeah. attacks. On the whole, 99% of the time for me, it's really a great leveler. Yeah. So yeah, so it, you know, it just, it works on loads of loads of levels, but it also gave me the headspace to go, right, I need help. And what does that help look like? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Is it holistic? Is it going to the doctors? What yeah. 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 And I think you can have a balance of both of them, like HRT and, and holistic side. Absolutely. You know what, Gemma, I'm a massive believer, you know, that, there are some times in our lives where we need, we do need medical intervention and we need that help. Yeah. You know, there are, we can't necessarily fix everything with, yeah. with petals and, and, you know, sitting and yeah. breathing. Um, and I think sometimes when, you know, if you've got chronic mental health problems, you need help. Yeah. You need something yeah. to take the edge off so that yeah. you can try the holistic practices because yeah. they're likely to work. But if you are in a severely depressed chronic situation, yeah. Sitting and meditating ain't going to cut it. No, it no. You need some help. Yeah, and yeah. this is where I was. I was so utterly broken and miserable that I needed the, I needed the hormones to help me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you know, it took three months and it wasn't the right dose and we upped the dose. And then yeah. literally three months ago, I was like, oh, I'm noticing I'm much more irritable than yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't slept. Oh, I'm not sleeping very well. When I do sleep, I wake up in a hot sweat. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Oh, when I wash my hair, my hair keeps falling out. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my nails are breaking off. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay, let's watch this. Watched <laughs> it for a few weeks, straight after Easter, on the phone to the doctor. Like, no. uh, I think, and I discovered that, you know, your hormones drop, which is... Yeah. Perimenopause are starting to decline. Yeah. Menopause, they drop. But that, you don't then, it's not a one fix wonder because then what happens yeah. is they can drop again, which is what happened to me as they did right. a nosedive. Yeah. So all my symptoms ramped back up. Yeah. And so I went back to the doctor and was like, right, what do we do? Well, actually, yeah. you're, you're on your maximum dose. So we need to yeah. do something else. So we, you know, yeah. Yeah. With, you know, the, and I think with journaling as well like so if you forget to if you forget like like you could just either 
say it each day how you're feeling but then also journaling so you can then come back to it flick back through your journal oh look that's how i felt on that day that's how i felt on that day and then you can actually see it you can physically see it see the difference yeah use your journaling too to process it all so your triggers because you know because like i've said because of the drop in estrogen you're much more easily triggered because you've got adrenaline flooding through your system and then you're getting this vicious cycle of you you react you flood yeah. your system with cortisol and adrenaline, which triggers the, it makes the amygdala way more sensitive again. So you overreact yeah. again, and yeah. you're in this vicious cycle. If you can start journaling about your triggers, yeah. and I, I do, I journal about it, and then I burn it and send it back out to the universe. That's a good you idea. Know, like a way of processing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looking back, I mean, I we are amazing at human beings that when things, you know, we tend to forget how bad it was. And I watched the Davina documentary and was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'd forgotten just how yeah. bad it was. And I'd watched a few weeks earlier the Harry and Meghan interview when oh, she talked yeah, so about her mental health. Yes. And, and I said, you know, I remembered standing on the side of the road and wishing I could walk out in front of a lorry. Yeah. yeah and I know that feeling. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. utter despair and hopelessness. And that's awful as well because you've got children. So it just, you got to that point where you just couldn't cope anymore. Couldn't, couldn't cope anymore. I didn't see another way out. I didn't. No. And and actually, I'll be really honest, I was resentful that I couldn't do it because of the kids, because I'm a single yeah. mum. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and I, I, I it, it was a leveller. It was a leveller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were days when I felt yeah. resentful about the fact that the one thing I thought was my only way out, I couldn't yeah. even do, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But all of this, you then take a step back because yeah. your, your mindfulness tra- tra- training, and you go, okay, hang on a minute. Yeah. These are not healthy thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are not what real no. what normal people think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a great Bannard. <laughs> <laughs> you're not mental no <laughs> yeah I, I was what you know I'm, I'm a bona fide mentalist and I'm quite proud of it you know <laughs> <laughs> so what would your advice be to others in a similar situation so doing yoga and meditation and everything else absolutely first of all don't suffer in silence yeah. don't suffer in time talk to people get help don't let yourself be fogged off with yeah. oh, this is just menopause or have a hormone test take the hrt take it yeah you know it's it will help it will really help and then do whatever practices serve you so it's really important in our in our menopause to keep fit and active yeah you know and that's why yoga is so brilliant because you yes there are vinyasa yoga you are going to sweat in it it's a powerful yeah, dynamic yeah. practice You're not going to sweat in a yin practice or a restorative practice um and when you practice yoga, the combination of the bodily movements and the breath help to calm the mind so you start to feel better. Yeah. Same with meditation, you start to calm your mind and you start yeah. to feel better and you get some headspace to sort of think, okay, right, what am I gonna do about this? Yeah. You know, I would do gratitude, get, get lots of exercise outside in nature. Yeah. Um, that would be my advice to all yeah. women. And to remember you've not done anything wrong. This is happening to most women yeah most women yeah. and it's our body hasn't evolved to get us through the the prime of our life you know yeah yeah it is yeah the children are growing up or if you haven't had children that's fine you're still in the prime of your life you've, exactly. you've got life experience behind you you've got an amazing years coming up so yeah yeah Why you've got the best years of your life ahead you know yeah if you think of it like that you have yeah. got the best years of your life ahead yeah. you know 
And um, I'm one of these people that actually you've completely changed my thought of it because I haven't really thought about it before at all, but I'm one to, to not take any medication at all. I'll try holistically, but actually what you're saying is, yeah, you do need it or, or do the research in it as well. But I think I certainly will end up taking it when I need it because I don't think there is anything out there holistically. There might be, I don't know, but that would help you and your specific body because everybody is different. Yes, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, did, I spoke to a holistic lady um, and, you know, we talked about possibly doing it because I was very much, look, I teach yoga. I'm a mindfulness coach. I, a bit like you, I'd rather not take medication yeah. if I can possibly avoid it. I want to lead as clean and healthy life as possible. And so I spoke to a lady and we talked about it, but, you know, it's quite an expensive route to go then, in all honesty. It's £200 yeah. a time. Wow. Um, and, and I was just like, I can't see how a bunch of, flower petals are going to do the trick yeah yeah and because my brother was a nutritionist and I had talked to him about well could I just do it with diet is there anything I can do with diet you know you're a nutritionist you're a dietitian you are specializing in late you know menopausal ladies yeah he's like no love you can't you need to take the HRT take the bloody HRT woman you know (laughs) I got it I I was given it and I was like well that was a bit easy I thought this was going to be a bit of a struggle yeah yeah I sat on it for several days I was just like I don't know I don't know I don't know whether I should do it and he was like just take it take it (laughs) you need it (laughs) there's three different ways you can take it too Demi you can you can have oral so tablets you can have a patch or you can do gel Oh, um, so I didn't like the idea of a patch because I'm a bit sensitive and I thought oh I'm just that's going to irritate yeah. me I didn't I was a bit skeptical what can gel do give me yeah. the tablets if I'm going to do it give me the tablets yeah yeah um in fact actually when my symptoms ramped up again about three months ago uh the doctor said well you're on your maximum dose of the oral in okay. fact the, the gel is absorbed much better you'd oh, be right. on the gel Okay. So I was like, oh, right, okay. So I've, now I have the gel. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. You know, you then start thinking if it's if that's still better, and I've been putting body lotion on my body for oh my god, <laughs> don't even go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, and there's 50 different combinations too. So if the first combination doesn't work, don't be afraid to go back and ask for another one. Yeah. And if that doesn't, you do have to give it a good three months. So it can be a long process of finding what works. Yeah. But don't give up. You know, just keep trying. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, thank you so much. I've learned so much. It's incredible. Oh, brilliant. I'm so glad. <laughs> thank you so much so where can people find you what's your website address or so my website is really easy it's alexbannard.com uh, so uh you can find me on facebook alex bannard yoga and mindfulness i have a facebook group which is yoga uh mindfulness and yoga for self-care um so yeah those are the ways that you can find me thank you so 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 much and yes we will definitely come on again and we're going to talk about other things fantastic (laughs) thank you for having me Gemma it's been absolutely delightful really enjoy it wonderful so thank you everybody for listening I will be back next week with another episode and have a lovely week thank you (laughs) 